Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee, with your daily devotional. So glad you joined me, whether that's in the morning with a cup of coffee and your breakfast, or whether you're uh, in transit and route to work, from work, or whatever it is you might be doing. Today, we're going to hear from A.W. Tozer, and this is a book called Tozer on Christian Leadership, a 366-day devotional. And uh, it's a compilation work, of course, from uh, across the horizon of uh, of uh, Tozer's writings. He, he wrote many, many books, so it's, there's a wealth of uh, material to draw from. This one's going to be on the cure, or rather the, the curse of self-righteousness. And I think we'd all have to acknowledge self-righteousness is a curse. It's so easy to see in somebody else, though isn't it? And so difficult to see in ourselves. So um, buckle up. This is going to be a good one. Uh, he quotes from 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. I'm going to read a little bit more of the text than that so we can get the, the sort of broad perspective. I'm going to read from verse 8 of 2 Peter chapter 3. So if, you, if you're seated somewhere and you're able to get your Bible out and you want to follow along, 2 Peter uh, chapter 3. Verses 8 through 18. We'll go down to the end of the chapter and then hear what Tozer has to say uh, about uh, verse 18 in particular. Verse 8 of 2 Peter 3. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends, writes the Apostle Peter in the first century. Nero is probably the emperor. Uh, Persecution of Christians is probably quite difficult right now. Um, Probably feels like the world is coming to an end in in a lot of different ways. Um, But he's giving us an eternal perspective. He says, don't forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years, they're like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. I've heard people say that before about the Lord too. He's you know, Peter says here, he's, he's not, the Lord is not slow. Um, I, I, sometimes we probably have felt like he is slow, like he's not getting to something we want him to do quick enough. Um, or maybe we see something coming along too fast. And I've, I've heard people say before, the Lord's never too slow, never too fast. He's just always right on time. And so often that becomes clear to us in the rearview mirror as opposed to in the windshield. Isn't that so? So God is patient with us, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Verse 10, but the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire and the earth and everything in it will be laid bare since everything will be destroyed in this way. What kind of people ought you to be? Isn't that interesting? He's this apostle Peter. He's he's giving us this apocalyptic vision of the world, kind of the material world coming to an end, and in and and God wrapping up human history. Um, uh, what kind of people ought you to be in light of that? He asks us, uh, and pray that we don't experience some of those kind of cataclysmic things on this particular day, but. Pray that we ask ourselves this same question. What kind of people ought we to be? Yeah. Mm. 
You ought to live holy and godly lives, the Apostle Peter says, as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. In other words, we want the Lord's, uh, we want the Lord to set things right, and He's going to do that one day, and we're looking forward to that. He says that day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire, and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with His promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth the home of righteousness. So here's good news. (laughs) So then, dear friends, the Apostle Peter says, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. Remember, the question was, what kind of people ought we to be, even if the entire world looks like it's coming down around us? We ought to make every effort to be spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. 2 Peter 3.15 says, Bear in mind that our Lord's patience means salvation. Just as our dear brother Paul also wrote you with the wisdom that God gave him. And I love the way uh, Peter here is affirming the writings of Paul as being inspired by God. Oh, I love the way that New Testament just hangs together like that. He writes the same way in all his letters, speaking in them of these matters. His letters contain some things that are hard to understand, which ignorant and unstable people distort as they do the other scriptures. Did you notice he said the other scriptures? So here he's saying, Peter is saying, Paul's writing sometimes are hard to understand. Raise your hand if you think that's true. Yep, I do too sometimes. And the Apostle Peter thought so as well. But that doesn't make me not want to read them. I want to keep reading them and seek the Lord and and seek to understand what God was trying to communicate through um, uh, the writings of the Apostle Paul and the writings of people like here, the Apostle Peter. Um, So he calls the writings of Paul um, hard to understand. uh, but And that some people... Uh, who are unstable will distort them as they do other scriptures to their own destruction. And then here are these last two verses, and then we'll see what Tozer has to say here. Just a couple paragraphs from him. Therefore, dear friends, since you already know this, be on your guard. What kind of people ought we to be? People who are on guard. Hmm. So that you may not be carried away by the error of lawless men, people that believe There's no authority higher than themselves. Oh, interesting. And that you may not fall from your secure position. Secure in what? Secure in the gospel. Secure in the scriptures. Secure in the arms of our Savior. Mm. And then the Apostle Peter, and this is verse 18, grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Now, keep all of that in mind as we just read a couple paragraphs from the Tozer book. I mean, here's the Apostle Peter, and he's got this this sort of eternal perspective uh, on, on the way that one day God intends to wrap up human history and to set things right. There'll be a new heaven and new earth. Um... That self-righteousness will be done away. Why? Because we will have the righteousness of Jesus, which Christ 
came to take my sin, to take your sin to the cross, that we might have the righteousness of God in Christ as we place our faith and hope in him. And so our righteousness is from him. It's not self-righteousness. It's righteousness from Christ. Well, the curse of self-righteousness is the name of this writing from uh, Tozer on Christian leadership. He says, self-righteousness is terrible among God's people. And everybody said, amen. That's right. If we feel that we are what we ought to be, then we will remain what we are. (laughs) I got to read that again because, listen, he sets it up so beautifully when he says this. Self-righteousness is terrible among God's people. And we, we would all agree. That's, there's nothing worse than a self-righteous religious person, including me, okay, when I'm that way. And then he says, if we feel that we are what we ought to be, then we will remain what we are. We will not look for any change or improvement in our lives. This will quite naturally lead us to judge everyone by what we are. This is the judgment of which we must be careful. To judge others by ourselves is to create havoc in the local assembly. And Tozer, of course, uses the term local assembly to refer to the church, any given local church, if you will. Self-righteousness also leads to complacency. Complacency is a great sin. Some have the attitude, Lord, I'm satisfied with my spiritual condition. I hope one of these days you will come. I will be taken up to meet you in the air and I will rule over five cities. And he's got that all in quotes. That's why I gave it a little bit of a dramatic uh, uh, delivery there. Uh, These people, Tozer says, cannot rule over their own houses and families, but they expect to rule over five cities. They pray spottily and sparsely, rarely attending prayer meeting. And this was, you know, he's writing, he passed away in 1963. And, and uh, a prayer meeting back then was a, oftentimes, I, I, I grew up during some of this time, but we used to go to, on Wednesday nights, we'd hold a special prayer meeting. And it usually would end up really being a Bible study in my church. But, um, but often it, uh, a little more time was given to prayer. And, uh, and nothing at all wrong with doing that unless we're just performing during our prayers. But he says here, <clears throat> they pray spottily and sparsely, rarely even, at- even attending a prayer meeting. But they read their Bibles and expect to go zooming off into the blue yonder and join the Lord in the triumph of the victorious saints. And uh, so this is the curse of self-righteousness as described by A.W. Tozer. Um, and that, that sort of uh, complacency that we're vulnerable to, um, uh, that sort of settledness, if you will, of walking into church, ah, I was just checking a box. And you're sort of disengaged. And this can happen to all of us. And so I think it's a great reminder to wake ourselves, to stir ourselves up as we start any day or even as we close out a day. He stops uh, uh, short of going any further right here. This um, uh, reading comes from The Root of Righteousness, I believe is the, the book of his that this is from, if I'm not mistaken. But he does close with a prayer, and I'll make it our prayer today, okay? Lord, 
Keep me from the curse of self-righteousness. Show me my sin and need for continued growth. If revival is to come, it needs to start with me. And it won't start unless I'm constantly reminded of my need. Amen and amen. God bless you. I hope you have a great day. Daily Devotions with Pastor Jim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas. Music by Phil Kagey. Thank you.